This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, welcome to Minor Issues, Major Opinions, the podcast from Real Simple, where we hash out some of the most controversial lifestyle topics raging on the internet and finally settle the debate with industry experts. I'm Leslie Corona, Senior Home Editor. I'm Amy Macklin, Features Director. And I'm Azam Aga, Photo Director. And we are your hosts. How is everyone doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty fine. How are you? <laughs> I am so hungry. But other than that, I mean, I'm always hungry. But other than that, Same. I'm great. I'm great. You got your cucumbers. What? Yeah, I have yeah. my cucumbers and my snack on. What are we going to talk about today? The topic for today is how often do you really need to wash your jeans? I know. It feels like a trick question, but it's not. I promise. And I heard you talk to Carson Kressley, Emmy Award-winning television personality and iconic designer known for being on the original Queer Eye. I did. He was lovely. I'll share my interview with Carson later in the episode. Plus, at the end of the show, we'll have some expertise from Dr. Rachel McQueen, a textile scientist at the University of Alberta. So make sure to listen to the end. So how often do you guys wash your jeans? This one's hard for me. It's because I ideally would be like, after you wear them, wash them. Sure. But I can go three wears before I actually throw them in the washing machine, you know, or someone else throws them in the washing machine for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I feel like always my take is like, I'll eat it on the floor. I don't care. I'm not proud of that, but I'm not ashamed of it either. (laughs) And so anyway, I don't wash my jeans that often um, because... When you have jeans you like, if you wash them every time you wear them, Mm -hmm. then they start to get like tight in some places and baggy in other Mm -hmm. places. And I just Mm -hmm. feel like it's hard for me to find jeans. And when I do, it's magical. And I just want to maintain that magic for as long as I can. Oh, see, I like that feeling of having that like little snugness. Oh, no. Really? No. Yeah, yeah, you don't do the dance where you go in like a little squat yeah. and kick your legs out. It's like, not <laughs> fun. You don't do that? It's I not a fun one. That. Just like you just get them right again and then you're just like, okay, these jeans are like, I feel like I'm wearing a new outfit. No, my self-esteem is always crushed when I put on a fresh pair of jeans. Yes. Because I'm like, did, did, I, did I eat too much yesterday? I'm so confused. I mean, I know that they're freshly washed and I know it's all in my head, but there is a fraction of a second where I'm like, wait, why are these jeans super tight. Also, they're crunchy sometimes. Why are my jeans crunchy? I actually have answers for that. (laughs) There's a good chance you might be using too much detergent. Do you Mm. use liquid or pod? Liquid. You might be using too much detergent. How much are you using for a load? Mm. A full (laughs) load. I'd probably wash them by themselves. There you go. That might be part of it. Do you also use fabric softener? Well, I don't use fabric softener. Okay, that's great. Okay. okay, but you might be using too much detergent. But I like that you mentioned the crunchiness of pants because I was thinking about this question and I'm like, I don't really wash my jeans that often, but that's because I don't actually wear jeans that often anymore. Right. Like since the pandemic, I realized I don't wear hard pants. Like right. I just don't have that in me anymore. I wear jeans maybe once a week, maybe. And 
the rest of the week, I'm either wearing dresses or like leggings. Like I don't really need to wear jeans anymore. Yeah, for me, I wear jeans every day. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Like, I, I, I love jeans. Although I'm going through this weird crisis right now where skinny jeans are not in anymore. <laughs> and I haven't repurchased new jeans. And yeah. so I'm kind of like, what do I do about this? But I still like to wash them and feel that nice little tightness. Actually, the dance is called the Hopak. It's a Ukrainian dance. Oh my gosh. That's how I loosen up my jeans to get them just right. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hmm. I would love to see that. <laughs> ask your husband yeah, about okay. it. <laughs> He'll demonstrate. Okay. Ask him to demonstrate. But I, it's true. I don't wear jeans much since the pandemic. I, I don't wear a lot of things that I used to. Like I can't yeah. take shoes that are remotely uncomfortable. Same. Like But I do... Now that I think, so I don't wear jeans that often, but I do wash them every time you I do. wear them. But I'm not washing them that often because I'm not wearing them that often. My instinct is to, as I take off my clothes, I throw them in the hamper and right. I don't think about it that hard now. Right. So that's my problem. And in like, an ideal world, I would do that too. But sometimes I just go a couple of wears before I actually get them washed. I mean, they're... There is a right answer. Because if you think about it, like if you wear light colored jeans or like white jeans or whatever it is, white pants, you wear those a couple of times, you see how grimy they get, right? Mm -hmm. And so then to not really notice it on dark denim or black jeans, you're kind of just like throwing them on, but like they're kind of gross. (laughs) I mean, especially in the subway, like think about like- yeah, that's a whole other level. seat in the subway and what has been on that seat. We did ask readers on Instagram- what their jean washing habits are. And we got a pretty good variety of answers. Someone said never after wearing once, um, unless they are dirty or stained. So maybe five or six wears, which seems pretty normal to me. Someone else said once a month, one and done, I hang my jeans to dry. It was definitely interesting to hear our readers' habits. What about that thing where you're supposed to put your jeans in the freezer? Is that an urban legend? That is a myth. Okay. So I looked this up because I was so invested in this whole research because I heard this whole Mm -hmm. theory of putting them in the jeans. And the thing is, while the cold might freeze out some of the bacteria, it only takes one or two of those Mm -hmm. bacteria to survive, to repopulate the germs on your pants. And as soon as they get warm again, they start growing. It's really weird. It's like reactivating. Yeah, it reactivates the germ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Germs are like incredibly resilient in some ways. And so, but yeah, that doesn't actually work. (laughs) We all sit near with germs replicating our pants. Basically. Okay. Well, that's good to know. But I did talk to Carson Cressley, who had a few thoughts to share on gene washing and gene habits. Carson Cressley, welcome to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. How are you? I'm great. This is so easy. You're popping into my home in New York and I'm thrilled. I love Real Simple, so this is fun for me. And we love you. Thank you. You are a part of the original Queer Eye. I'm obsessed with you because here's why. My brother and I used to love watching the original Queer Eye Mm -hmm. years ago, but you posted recently that this will be 20 years since the original Queer Eye this summer which is crazy. Yeah, we filmed the pilot for the show for the original Queer Eye in 2002. And then we started making the show in the spring of 2003. And then it aired in the summer of 2003. So this will be our 20th anniversary of the original Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. It feels just like yesterday somehow. (laughs) It does to me as well. And, um, I wish we had Instagram back then so I could remember all of it because people are like, oh, and remember the time we went to the White House and then that time we met Barbara Walters and I was like, 
uh, vaguely, I remember, <laughs> but it was such a whirlwind and so yeah. much happened in those early years that I don't remember. Although it does feel like yesterday, there's a lot of stuff I don't remember. But that might have been the tequila. Have you met any of the guys from the new cast? We met all of them during the original launch because the producers, who I said were the same group that did the original show, felt it was important that we kind of handed the baton off to them. I think they did a great job of casting it. And I think it was really important to update the creative on the show and make sure that it seemed really relevant and it wasn't just a rehash with new people. Yeah. I think it's a very, it's its own unique iteration of the brand as it should be because the original brand was one thing and then they've, you know, done 2.0 and they'll probably, you know, knock on wood, they'll be a Queer Eye 3, you know, maybe 20 years from now with all kinds of young yeah. people and I'll be, I'll be watching from the grave. What projects are you working on right now? I have been so lucky to work in on two of, I think, the most important queer LGBTQ shows in the history of television, I think. The first being Queer Eye and the second one being RuPaul's Drag Race. And what I'm so proud of is the fact that both of those shows, while they're very entertaining and they uh, educate people, I thought the original Queer Eye was very educational. They have a broader impact that we realize after the show airs, and sometimes it's years and years after, but both of those shows show young people all over the world because they're available on streaming from, you know, Bangalore to Baltimore. Oh, that's catchy. I should put that in a song. <laughs> but from faraway places, young people can see queer people being celebrated and being exactly who they're meant to be and being their authentic selves and actually seeing that work out really well. And that is so important for young people to see that you can be happy and be celebrated and have a positive life and contribute. And um, you don't have to change based on, you know, what society tells you you're supposed to be or your family or your friends or whatever. You can be you. Yeah, I love that. Also, I saw that you grew up on a farm or, or was it you basically grew up with ponies and you're like an yeah. accomplished equestrian person. Like, what is that? I am. Like, what? I am. I know. I know. It's my passion and the thing that I love the most. And it's my hobby. And it's the only thing I'm good at. My grandparents had a pony farm in the fifties. Like people wanted ponies in their backyard and everyone watched Westerns and Hopalong Cassidy. And my grandmother really wanted a pony. So she said it was for my dad, but then actually she just wanted it for herself. And one turned into two and two into four and four into 16. And <laughs> You know how that geometric progression goes. And by the time I was a little kid, we had hundreds and would sell them and train them and show them. So I was always part of an equestrian family. And uh, by the time I was like 13, I was like, okay, ponies are cute, but I need a horse. And then I just started competing locally, then nationally, then internationally. And uh, I'm still doing it today. It's a great, it's a great hobby. I love it. A lot of people... Don't know that it's something I do, but it, you yeah. like won a championship. Apparently, like it's like in two thousand nine, you won a world championship. I did. I've won a couple world championships, and I was on the World Cup team in the nineties. So I, I used to be really good. You know, now that I'm older, I'm like riding like an old person, but um, it's still something I love to do. So, Carson, are you ready to answer some hot? Controversial questions. Okay. Yes, yes. Let's Bring on this. the hard issues. 
as a fashion person, I would love to know your thoughts on this next one. How often do you wash your jeans? That's a great question. If you love your jeans, uh, you're not going to want to wash them very much. And there's a couple of tips that, you know, I've written books about design and fashion. This is my theory. You have to wash them eventually because they will get disgusting. I mean, it's just like life, like sitting on the subway or going to like a movie theater, whatever. So I try to wash them very infrequently. And then when I do, I wash them inside out. If you really, really love them and they were expensive and you don't want them to fade or shrink, you can take them to the dry cleaner. And dry cleaning is not a gentle process either, but it will generally save them and make them last a little bit longer. The real kicker is the dryer. The dryer is what will, especially for cotton fibers. So if you have beautiful bed linens, maybe you have embroidered pillowcases, uh, your favorite jeans, things that are made of cotton that you love, try not to put them in the dryer if at all possible. So if you can drip dry, like just hang them in your shower on a hanger with two clips, that's going to add to their life as well. going to keep that color intact. And if you want to wash them very infrequently and just kind of freshen them up, you can Febreze them and then put them in the freezer and the cold temperatures will, I think, I'm not a scientist, but I think the cold temperatures kill the bacteria and kill any funky smells. And then you pull them out and they're kind of like fresh again from the freezer. Also, I'm cracking up because every episode we have, we're going to pair a celebrity. So you and an expert, like a scientist. And we have a scientist who right. we spoke to today actually about the genes. And oh. she was like saying that the freezer trick doesn't actually work. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like everything else you said is right. And I'm like, oh my God, should we right. have had Carson be the scientific expert for this episode? No, because no, like you could no. <laughs> Apparently not. My freezer method is 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 <laughs> malarkey. Carson Cressley, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so fun having you and meeting an icon. <laughs> of course. Anytime, Leslie. I'm happy to be an icon. We'll be back with more after the break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Leslie Corona, and you're listening to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. 
I love Carson, but that definitely was malarkey. The freezer yeah. thing is a myth. It feels like it ought to work. Okay, so this is how I kind of like think about it in my mind. When I was a weirdo kid, right? And so I wanted an ant farm. And when you get an ant farm, you have to like mail out the thing for them to send you the ants. And the ants, they come and they're alive. And you're supposed to put them in the freezer to kind of just like numb them out. And then you're able to pour them into the ant farm mm. without getting them everywhere. And then mm. over time, they'll thaw out, which sounds so weird. But they thaw out and then they're in their little ant farm doing the little tunnels and creating their world. Mm. And so that's how I picture the germs to be. Uh -huh. It's like a germ ant farm on your pants. Like when you're <laughs> sitting in the gross subway, New York City is disgusting, you guys. Right. It's like so gross. And so... You kind of want to wash your jeans more than once. I don't, so I'm a hypocrite, but, <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of like the, the, the goal, right? Yeah. I have a thing with clothes when you step outside, they just absorb the smell of the outside. Am I imagining that? So like with jeans, like I feel weird, like knowing that the smell of the outside is like clinging to my jeans and my clothes. Like I have to get rid of that smell. Does, do you know what smell I'm talking about? No, is it, is it like a new, like in general, or just like an outside smell? Is it a New York specific? Like the city? Smell? I guess it smells like the city, but it's like the trash I, you walk it's by. It's the trash, yeah. No, I just feel like there's a smell to being outside that clings to you, and like I have to take that off as soon as I'm inside. Pollution, and I have to wash it. Yeah. I have to wash it off right away, or it's like it's, and then it's if I put my jeans back in a drawer, then it's gonna like contaminate the rest of my clothes. But I'm also very sensitive to smells, so maybe that's just a me thing. I don't know. Well, I do remember when I first moved to New York, I remember at the end of the day, I would have little pinpoints of grime all over <gasps> my face, you know? And that does not happen anymore. Ex what do you mean by that? Your face little, is like, used to the grime. <laughs> maybe. It was It was just like little pinpoints of dust, granules okay. or whatever. But like, wow. Crime. I've tried to Google that. And okay, I, can't find I feel like maybe I'm so used to that. I don't even notice it. Like I just, but you were a lifelong New Yorker, yeah, so you would know that. I think I wash my jeans too often, but then there are people who like, they just like never wash their jeans and then they like spot treat their jeans. Okay, so the CEO of Levi's does that. Yeah. He doesn't wash them in a machine specifically. He does hand washing, spot cleaning, and then he has like a little trick where you where he soaks jeans in cold water mixed with distilled vinegar for about an hour and then hang dries them. What does the vinegar do? I don't know, mm, but that sounds like a residue. lot of work. It's a lot of work. How did you know that? I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating. But I will say like vinegar does break things down. Yeah. That feels yeah. like a lot though. It does. Yeah. Like, but again, if they're really expensive jeans and you true. love them and you like the way that they fit, then this yeah. is a good way to kind of like resolve that problem. Why don't we want germs in our pants? <laughs> like, what would, What are we afraid is going to happen? That's an excellent question. Am I spoiling a future story? No. Do you know that? Okay. Well, but I can say that, like, I could see a situation where fungus or something. I'm <laughs> just imagining an entire world just being, like, yeah. built flying like cars in your colony. pants. It's just, like, this whole bacterial world. Fungus zombies. And yeah, no, we don't want that. I know we don't. Fungus zombies. Yeah. Because <laughs> bacteria is one thing, but fungus is not the same thing. It as is not. Thank you, Health no. Editor Amy. <laughs> like you are confirming me. That I'm, are, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm with you. So that's why I'm like, mm, I do not want a fungus in my pants. I don't either. <laughs> I talked to a laundry expert who was like, the fungus is among us. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. I mean, it's not because like when you think about it, but it's cute. Anyway. That is cute. 
So our guests for next week are the Home Edit founders, Clea Shearer and Joanna Teplin, who are also the hosts of the podcast, Best Friend Energy. And they definitely had some opinions on how often you should wash your jeans. How often do you really need to wash your jeans? Oh, Joanna and I are bad at this. We wash them way too much. Every time I wear them. Okay, I have tried over the years, like to not be a one-time jean wearer and be like, okay, like I, I only wore them today and I haven't really even left the house. Like I can certainly rewear them another day, but it kills me. And then I start apologizing to everyone. Like I'll tell people when I meet them, like, I just want you to know I wore these jeans already. And this is the second time I'm wearing them. <laughs> and like, my husband's always like, why are you being weird? It's like a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I haven't washed my jeans in like 14 days. And I'm like, that's <laughs> disgusting. But I I think about the places I've been. Like, did I like that restaurant experience enough to keep these jeans with the restaurant germs mm-hmm. in my closet? Am I folding them next to my clean jeans? Like, I have right. a lot of thoughts I, about it. I, agreed. But it can also be a real bummer once you kind of like work in a pair of jeans after they've come out of the dryer to then just like go right back to torture, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And Joanna's just like, yes. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Joanna yeah. washes them every time. I don't think she even has no. these same thoughts. She I automatically. I, like, okay. They automatically get washed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I fight with myself about it. So thinking of restaurant germs, like hearing it, that's kind of like what you were talking about. I never thought about this when I was talking to them, but I guess I do agree with them. I'm very much aligned with Clea and Joanna on that, but I don't go around apologizing to people because I'm wearing this. I also just hope nobody remembers. Right. But again, I don't wear my jeans every day. So right. nobody really, nobody cares. Right. Like, I don't know. Um, I do think people need to stop apologizing for things like that, though. We all apologize for lots of things all the time and we need to stop doing that. That's true. Anyway. That's true. I had another thought. Hmm. As long as you don't wear these clothing items in your bed. Right? Oh, that's a like, thing. Yeah, I don't so like that. Gross. Like, I'm, Wait, what? Like, like wearing, wearing your outside your clothes out, inside. Yeah, outside clothes in your bed oh, specifically yeah. or in your couch That like too. grosses me out. I don't like that. You have to wear your home clothes. Like, But that's, I guess, a whole nother topic. I'm just thinking about it. No, I agree. It's like you're bringing your outside germs all over. I don't know. You're like rolling around your house in that. Let's hear from Dr. Rachel McQueen. She is a textile scientist at the University of Alberta. I'm Rachel McQueen. I'm an associate professor in clothing and textile sciences in the Department of Human Ecology at the University of Alberta. So I have a PhD in clothing and textile sciences from the University of Otago in New Zealand. And I've been studying odour and textiles and textiles for, gosh, well over 15 years now, probably closer to 20, I hate to think. My main research area has been investigating odour in textiles and why basically some fabrics smell more than others. And so I've also done studies related to to denim, denim fabrics, jeans, wearing jeans, how long we wear jeans for, and the effects of laundering on the life of denim, basically. I've also written some book chapters on infection control of textiles. And more recently, I've done a lot more studies around secondhand clothing and the disposal of secondhand clothing and textile waste. So when it comes to washing jeans, it's a very individual decision. Some people wash their jeans after every time they wear them, others after months of use. My advice around washing jeans would be not to wash them too often. So definitely not just after one time of being worn, but it's better to try and stretch out the number of wears. Why? Because washing clothing is a resource intensive practice. 
That means it uses water, which depending on where you live, can be a very precious resource. And energy, again, depending where you live and where your electricity comes from, if it's derived from fossil fuels, say, contributes to greenhouse gas emissions. And jeans, as a single item of clothing, can take up a lot of space in a washing machine. And the other reason we shouldn't wash them too often is that every time we wash our jeans, we're shortening their life. The fibres in the fabrics break off because of mechanical action of the washing machine and they wash away. So your fabric will thin out more, colours will fade and you'll get worn out, you know, places in those jeans much more quickly. In terms of like bacteria, do you have any information about that? Is there any bacteria that we should be freaked out by if you don't wash your jeans after everywhere? I know that some people feel that it factor thinking about bacteria on their yeah. jeans. And so sure, we do. We shed bacteria from our skin and some of those bacteria, those microbes, transfer to our clothing. But when it's your own skin bacteria, I think that, you know, we have those microbes on our skin for a reason. They provide some protection to our skin. So it's really they don't harm us. And I guess the other thing about jeans, of course, and I often think about jeans being, you know, close to your skin, close to your legs, not such a smelly part of the body, but of course, around the, you know, around the groin, around the bottom, that is. But we wear underpants, you know, we kind of think that if you wear underpants, they kind of offer some layer of absorbency and sort of protection on the jeans fabric. So they kind of protect that kind of most smelliest part of our body and perhaps the part of the body that we might think the most sick about bacteria. Right. I know it's hard to give a number because it can vary from person to person, but like how many wears would you give a pair of jeans? Yeah. And as I said, I know that is hard to give a number because as I said, it's really an individual decision. And some people, I mean, they would wear their jeans for months. So presumably, I don't know, you know, 60 wears, 70 wears, I don't know. I have to calculate that. So I think those people, fair to say, I don't think they need to stretch out their wearing of jeans any longer than (laughs) they already are. They're doing a pretty good job. But I think it's that wearing them only once or twice or even three times is just, you know, try and etch out a few more wears. Mm -hmm. So we did a study, it was published in 2017, and it was about comparing wearing your jeans for a really short time versus wearing them for a longer time. So we actually carried out a large wear trial. We recruited lots of people and we had them wear jeans for 60 days overall and some people wash their jeans after two days of wear, so um, and then other people wash their jeans after twenty days of wear. And in fact, some people had a two days and a twenty day kind of you know pair of jeans. But anyway, and so we measured these jeans and we did a whole lot of tests on them. But a couple of the tests that stood out were we weighed the jeans so to see how heavy they were compared to their very original weight when before we gave them to people, and we also measured their color. And so we were looking at color change. And we found that the jeans that had been worn and washed after only two days of wear were significantly lighter. That is, they weighed less, but they also were lighter in colour. So their colour had changed. While those that were washed after 20 days of wear were closer to their original weight and colour. And so therefore, essentially less fibres broke off. So with jeans, it's actually a lot of the colour change and the fading we see is actually a loss of a lot of those little blue fibres that are on the outside of the jeans. People who put jeans in the freezer, have you, what are your thoughts on that? Have you heard that? Yeah, <laughs> certainly. Some of those hardcore non-washers totally advocate for putting your um, jeans in the freezer. And so this is generally being done 
my understanding, it's to reduce the smell and to kill bacteria. And it's certainly a really interesting perspective, but it's a bit of a myth as it doesn't do either of those things. So certainly putting your genes in the freezer will reduce bacterial numbers. So it will kill some of those microbes. But if you think about it, when you just put your genes on again and they come up to body temperature, they're just going to start growing again. And then, of course, I said I did odour research. So with all the odour studies that um, we carry out, when we carry out wear trials, and often I'm, I'm, you know, people are wearing T-shirts and next to their underarms, and I'm getting those little bits of fabrics that have come from their underarms. And so to actually preserve the smell of their body odour on the fabric, we freeze them until we're ready to test them. The whole getting rid of odour by putting your jeans in the freezer, certainly, yeah. That's not true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The other last question I have is, I mean, is there like a right or wrong way to wash jeans? Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes to washing jeans, generally... I don't really think there's probably a real wrong or right way, but but that's me. But generally, the advice has been to typically wash them inside out and in cold water. And jeans, because they're usually made from cotton, jeans can actually withstand quite hot temperatures. But cold is usually better when we're actually thinking about the environment again. And inside out, the reason for washing jeans inside out is that it can protect the outside of the jeans so the part of the fabric that we that we do lose a lot of fibres from, it can kind of protect them from that sort of wet abrasion that you get when you wash your jeans. So that's really the reason for washing them inside out. Oh, I thought it was to like properly clean like, like the groin area. <laughs> so what's the verdict? So the verdict is that you can really stretch the days between washing your jeans. Around four to five wears is enough to keep them clean and germ-free, assuming you haven't spilled anything on them or they're not, like, smelly. Chances are high that that's... <laughs> <laughs> but, but we have seen care labels on jeans that say you can wear them up to 10 times and throw them in. Wow, okay. Some jeans will tell you how often you can wear them before you wash, need to wash them. I know. It's like wick screaming, wash me. Yeah. Um, you can like write it with your finger. Yeah. Like and as you just heard, Dr. McQueen confirms that washing them too frequently can quickly degrade the quality of your jeans. I think, Amy, you might have mentioned that mm-hmm. earlier. We're running this topic in the October issue of the magazine. Other experts we spoke to confirm from a hygiene perspective that jeans don't actually get that dirty, to be honest. Kathleen Stanton, a scientist at the American Cleaning Institute, says jeans generally don't rub directly against the body parts that tend to have the most bacteria. She's assuming you're wearing underwear, by the way. So (laughs) assuming you're wearing underwear, you're probably good. And this also means they probably don't get too smelly. And there was actually an experiment done by a student from the University of Alberta. We're giving them lots of love today. That showed even after wearing jeans, For 15 months straight without washing them, 15 months, the bacteria count was pretty low. I hope they are in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Also, in case you're wondering, Mazan mentioned this earlier, freezing them doesn't do anything. Lots of bacteria can still survive cold temperatures. Therefore, Real Simple says you can get away with washing jeans at least every four to five wears, probably even longer, honestly. Okay. 15 months. So clearly you don't need to feel ashamed. I know. None of us need to feel ashamed. That's good to know. Thank you for listening to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. Be sure to follow Minor Issues, Major Opinions on Alpha Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 
If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review. You can find us online at rollsimple.com forward slash M-I-M-O podcast. Make sure to come back next Thursday for more.